Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Pollan, joined today by the professionally, profoundly, globally highest best practice, Angelique Gruers. Angelique, g'day. Very warm welcome. Where are you hanging out? I'm hanging out north of Fort Lauderdale in beautiful Florida, probably the only place in the United States right now that's not frozen. <laughs> Sounds like a good place to be. It's Folks, Angelique and I met at a, a very interesting conference in San Diego a number of years ago. We had breakfast together, I think, and in stalking her around the digital universe ever since, I have to tell you that she is the most consummately professional operator I have ever met, bar none. Quite simply extraordinary. And this is not just an ego stroke because I'm sitting in front of Angelique. I like to tell as it is. And if it wasn't the case, I wouldn't say that. So, But for those of you who haven't had that insight, let me just go through a very small portion of her equally impressive bio. She's the CEO and founder of The Corporate Agent. She's been called the undisputed champion of helping small businesses land big clients by Inc. Magazine, a title thoroughly well-deserved. It's kind of Angelique's thing, if you like. The DNA of her value delivery is, is how to do that, crack that very difficult safe. So having successfully navigated all sides of the corporate buying table, both sides, all sides, for more than two decades, what Angelique and the team did is she put what she learned from how to land big corporate clients into basically created IP around it. And now Angelique and her team provide business training advice to literally thousands of small businesses across 72 countries worldwide, of course, on how to secure five, six, and seven-figure corporate contracts. So pretty darn impressive. Our title today is How to Win Corporate Clients Like Clockwork. We're going to do that in just seven minutes. Angelique, our time starts now. Question number one, who is your ideal client? Our ideal client is anyone who has a product or a service and they want to sell it to a B2B organization, whether it's a global brand, a university, a mid-market company, a nonprofit, or any traditional organization. Thank you. And question number two, six and a half minutes left. What's the problem you solve for them? The problem we solve is how do you sell to those organizations without encountering those problems that everybody constantly complains about, like decision makers who disappear on you or it taking a really long time to get to the sales. So we've cracked the code on not just how you sell to them, but how you stop dealing with those problems. Do you also hear quite often the Dare I call it an excuse? Well, big companies never deal with small companies. Uh, we hear it. It's not true. And no. we just show them the proof that it's not. Thank you. So with six minutes left, question number three. We've got someone who's wanting to crack the corporate client market and they're being currently unsuccessful because they haven't met you. What are some of the typical symptoms they're going to be experiencing people that have that problem? Biggest thing we see now is folks trying to take the strategies that they've learned in selling to small business owners, namely content marketing or the right. terrible advice that content is king and trying to use that to get to busy decision makers who don't even have time to read their emails and attend the meetings that they're supposed to be at and they're going to go to your website and read your blog. So <laughs> that's really the biggest thing. And so people are really wasting an awful lot of time doing things that will never work. Because I think a lot of what small business owners don't really understand, unless they've been in that high up in the corporate ladder, is that we're targeting some of the most time poor and some of the most stressed people on the planet. Time poor, stressed, and mentally their bandwidth is completely exhausted. Consumed in overdraft. And if you think you're stressed running a small business, folks, you have no idea what it's like near the top of that corporate ladder. Anywho, 
So listen up because you've got to cut through that noise and Angelique might just have a few clues on how to do that. Question number four, four minutes and 40 seconds left. What are some of the common mistakes that people make trying to solve that problem before they find the corporate agent? The biggest things that we see, Tom, number one, if they do get out from behind their computer to go meet decision makers, they end up putting themselves in rooms with either a bunch of other consultants, so there aren't actual decision makers there, or they go to rooms that have mid-level managers without real decision-making power. The other thing we see that's a massive mistake is that they encounter the same problems over and over again, and then they look for a solution to solve the problem after it happens instead of asking themselves, well, why is it every time I send over a proposal, suddenly the decision maker doesn't respond to me and now weeks go by and the deal falls through, but yet they continue to send those proposals over and have the same thing happen. So the toothpaste comes out of the tube and then they look for a solution to get the toothpaste back in the tube instead of just saying, how could I not get the toothpaste out to begin with? <laughs> Beautiful analogy. All right, so question number five, three and a half minutes left. Can you offer one valuable free tip, an action that an audience member could take that's not going to solve the whole problem, they'll probably need the corporate agent for that, but it'll take them a step in the right direction? Yeah, I'm going to actually give you two. One is to start hosting your own events. One of our favorites are executive roundtables, where you're able to use the leverage of the value of peer-to-peer -peer coming together around a table so it's not just about you. And instead of you being in the wrong room, you can actually create the right room. Big thinkers meet in small rooms, so you create the small room. The second thing I'll tell you is, for the love of goodness, please stop sending over proposals to decision makers, and then they get lost in their inbox. They look at your pricing, and that's really all she wrote. So if you want to start changing things from the beginning, tell your prospects the process of how they're going to buy from you, and let them know ahead of time that you don't use a traditional proposal process, that you co-create with your clients, lay out all the meetings and or phone calls you'll have, including the meeting where you're actually going to present to them your ideas and the pricing via a conversation, not something you send over ahead of time. That's an example. There's a lot more to it than that, but that's an example, Tom, of not letting that toothpaste out of the tube to begin with. Yeah, boy, folks, I hope you rewind that because that was pure gold. And yeah, people make all those mistakes all the time. It's it's almost universal because they, they want to go for the kill. You know, the here it is, please decide. Absolutely. This is my 24 page proposal. Of course, you'll have time to read every word and give me a yes. Nope. So question number six, one minute, 45 left. What's one valuable free resource that we could direct people to that's going to help them even more? So we put together a URL just for your community. It's thecorporateagent.com forward slash MTI. And we put a resource on there of corporate engagements, seven corporate engagements that are at $100,000. One of the things we find, Tom, is that a lot of coaches, consultants, speakers, and trainers create situations where they're in a once-and-done situation. They go in, they deliver the training, the coaching, the talk that the client asked for, and that's it. They're back in the parking lot without another opportunity. So the way you overcome that is to develop strategic engagement. If you're working with a corporate client, $100,000 is the minimum that you should be making every time you sell to them, at a minimum. So we created seven $100,000 engagements as examples to spark ideas for everyone in your community. Perfect.
Thank you so much. Very valuable. Thecorporateagent.com forward slash MTI. Question number seven and a whopping 35 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? And the answer, please. Why do big companies want to work with small business owners? That's really important for small business owners to understand if they're going to be successful in this space. And two of the huge reasons that big companies want to work with small business owners right now, the first is because we are responsive. We can move very, very quickly to their needs. And that brings me to the second reason, which is they're dealing with disruption. They are completely overwhelmed by the amount of disruption that's happening in the world today. Entrepreneurs, we have our feet on the ground, our ears to the ground, and we're operating successfully. We're really operating, taking advantage of the the disruption. So there you go. Thanks, Angelique Rose. Absolutely Absolutely. wonderful, as usual. Cheers. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.